Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon, Jen. Today we are talking about a uh, a subject near and dear to my heart: communication error, failure, uh, <laughs> and as my son Aiden would say, "And you blew it." <laughs> it happens. It happens. There are times that it happens. We. You know, we want, we wake up thinking we're going to be the best parent in the world, the best boss in the world, the best coworker, and then we just, something goes sideways. We say something we wish we wouldn't have. We go down a path that we can't then back out of. We, um, and we blow it. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, you know what? I'll tell you though, with age, I've gotten really good at the art of saying nothing. Oh, that's my new thing is I just say nothing. I do nothing because I often get on that bad path where that momentary reaction emotion would runneth over from my mouth. And right. um, a lot of times it's like you said, it's like, okay, that really could have been handled a lot better. Right. And, and sometimes it just, sometimes nothing needs to be said. Right. So, um, so that's one way. So we're going to talk today kind of about a, a different way to retell your story. So I don't know about you, but for me, when I have a bad start to my day or I, and I blow it, let's just say that, um, I tend to, I kind of repeat this pattern where I, I blow it, I do the thing, I, and then I am in the new situation without the person who I blew it with and I, I replay the story in my head over and over and over. Like, how did that happen? What went wrong? You know, I was right, right? Wasn't I right? You know, how could this be? And I just kind of, I retell the story over and over. I like think about it, what happened, and I just kind of relive it, which is my own, you know, causing myself more pain than necessary, right? Because instead of just experiencing this, you know, bad situation once, I relive it, you know, a hundred more times on my way to work while I'm in my office. It keeps me distracted from things. And then every once in a while, it'll go to the next phase, which is the post blow it phase two of telling everybody about it. Oh, and then, so, um, so I was thinking about it when I, um, when I wrote this show, I was thinking I would actually, the idea spawned because I had a rough morning with my daughter. Right. I'm sure that any moms or dads Absolutely. out there have had those mornings. No. Now she's seven and, uh, we live here in Tahoe and she woke up this morning and got dressed, which is awesome. Cause usually I have to ask her to get dressed <laughs> instead of her just getting up and getting dressed. And she came out wearing shorts and a shirt, a t-shirt. And I looked at her and I looked outside and it was raining and snowing and cold. And I said, Oh, I said, thanks for getting dressed, but you probably shouldn't wear that to school because that's not going to work out. You know, it's snowing today. Probably don't want to wear that. And she immediately (laughs) took the defensive and was like, uh, I'm going to be just fine. (laughs) And so at that moment, I had the choice to either blow it, which I did, or to figure out a different way to handle it. And so it's like, that was the moment. And I thought to, and even maybe you could go back up before that and think about it. And I thought, you know, so, but then I had to make my point. So then we were two people on either sides of the rope playing tug of war. You know, I'm right. You're going to freeze to death. Nope. I'm right. I'm not going to freeze to death, you know, and then we continued to advocate our points all morning long. And 
you know, finally by the end, I was just so mad that she went to school in shorts that, you know, she, and then she walked through a giant puddle in her shoes. And I thought, and I just said, what is wrong with you? And she looked at me as right before she got on the bus and she said, that is a really mean thing to say. And I thought, wow, you're totally right. That was a really mean thing to say. And then in my head, I heard my son saying, and she blew it. <laughs> Right. And it was like, and there we go. Right. So then I went into this little thing where I start telling, retelling the story. How did that happen? Well, how crazy is she? And, you know, called my mom. Can you believe that she wore those short, you know, hoping that somebody would throw me a bone and say, Oh, you're totally right. Like, you know, you did the right thing. She's crazy. But of course they don't because yeah. I blew it. And so I, I got to my office and I said, Okay. You are a life coach. Like do your own work. Right. And I'm mm -hmm. sharing this because I hope you'll all grow from it as well. But I thought, do your own work. Okay. So, so what's the problem? And I thought to myself, the problem is I hate the way I handled that this morning, which yeah. it happens, right? We think back and we're like, wow, that was just yeah. lame. Yeah. It's like, usually the way I, we handle it's worse than what the problem was to start with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just thought, what was the big deal of her wearing shorts? Like, so she might be freezing cold today. So she might get a cold. I mean, I don't know if she really could get a cold from wearing shorts to school. Chances are they have indoor recess and she may never even be exposed to the elements other than from the bus to the school door. But, you know, it was like, I just couldn't let it go. And I thought, how could that have gone differently? So I challenged myself to write down 10 ways that I could have handled it differently. 10. 10. That's a lot. Because two or three, that's easy, right? Like everybody could think of two or three, but 10, like I really would push me out of my like comfort zone and the easy zone. So I thought, okay, think of 10 ways, like push the envelope of how you could do it differently. And I came up with five pretty quickly. And then the last five were really hard and they got a little wonky. But the point is the more that you think about it, it's, it helps you to create the the neuro pathways are the, you know, helps your brain to figure out a different way to do something, right? So if your typical MO for challenging something is to try to control it or is to try to change it or to try and get somebody to come your way, you're going to do that every time. Yeah. Right. You're going to do, you're going to get to that place and you're going to just, cause it's easy. Your brain knows how to do that. Yeah. And so, um, and especially with parenting, I mean, we tip, I don't, I do this. I don't want to say everybody does this, but I mean, we, we get to this place where it's like, we know better. I know better than you. Wearing shorts on a freezing cold rainy day is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Period. Yeah. Right? But how do I know that? Because I probably wore shorts on a freezing cold rainy day and then went, wow, this is a really bad idea. I'm freezing and uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I mean, who am I to take that learning experience away? So I came up with my 10 things. And this is really the tool that I want you to take away from the show today. But is this, if you blow it with somebody and if you... If you're disappointed in the way you handled something, go back, sit down with a pen and paper, or I typed it on my computer because I'm a faster typer than I am a handwriter now, and just write down what are 10 ways I could have handled that differently. And they don't all have to be good ways. I mean, you can do the crummy ways too, right? Yeah, like you can 10 say different ways. 10 different ways. So I decided in, I could have just completely ignored her outfit, right? I could have been like, good morning. And like you said, just said nothing. Yeah. Right. So that's way number one. I could have just ignored it and been like, well, whatever, you know, and I probably would have been way less stressed had I done that because then it's like, well, it's her choice. I'm not going to get all sucked into that and start trying to control that this morning. Yeah. I'm just going to let it go. I could have asked her why she chose that outfit for the day. 
And this is really, this is an important thing in business as well is like when you're thinking about, when we make an assumption why somebody chooses something, we don't know the real reason. And so if you ask the question like, why did you choose that outfit today? She might have said, oh, well, I really love these you know, these shorts are really comfortable or, oh, I just, you know, when I'm in the classroom, it's really hot in the classroom or, I mean, you don't know. And so you you can't give suggestions that are valid unless you understand their why and why they're doing something. So I should, I could have asked her that. Um, I could have suggested a way that she layered her outfit so she could have kept it, kept the fashion, but stayed cozy. Like, oh, hey, great outfit. You know what? I have a good idea of a way you could be cozy and still wear that outfit. Versus like, take that off, go put some jeans on, right? I mean, which one sounds more inviting? Exactly. Right? Like, hey, I love that. Like, let's, let's try to figure out a way to make that work, but stay cozy. And, and it feels even for me to say it out loud. Sounds better. Feels better. I mean, like the whole emotional feeling I get is better. Right? Could have offered to cuddle her and get her cozy before we left the house. Like, ooh, I better cuddle you now because you'll probably be cold later. And I want to make sure you've got this coziness to go with you. Right? Nice. Then it's like I'm on her side. Right? And this is a metaphor for any time that you blow it. Not just with kids, but any time. Um, I could have asked her what she wanted to be sure she did before she left for school this morning. Like, do you want to be sure you get your jacket on? I could have just completely changed the trajectory of the conversation mm-hmm. versus like, put on some jeans, go brush your teeth. <laughs> right? Uh, I could have warmed up pasta so she'd have a hot lunch. So at least then I wouldn't feel like a total bad parent by not giving her, you know, letting her go to school in shorts. <laughs> Cause really that's what it comes down to too sometimes when in the parenting is we worry about, of course, my mother said to me, I, I love my mom. She says, well, they're probably going to call you from school and say, what were you thinking? Letting your child come to school in <laughs> shorts. I said, I hope they do. I have a great retort. <laughs> you know, she has to learn. It's not like I didn't suggest it. Yep. I could have held her down and pulled her pants on, but what, like, would that have been any better parenting? Pretty, pretty sure I wouldn't have been. Um, and then I could have taken a before and after photo, like, Hey, let's get a picture of you in your cute outfit this morning. And then had one in the afternoon and seen if, you know, she really did suffer from coldness or not. And if she did be like, Oh yeah, look at, remember this morning when you were all cute in your shorts? Like, Maybe, how do you feel, right? (laughs) But at least that way. And then I might have seen that she was totally fine at the end of school. So who cares? Who cares? Um, I could have hidden her shorts. (laughs) I could have woken up at 5 a.m. and (coughs) cleaned out her dresser. But that's kind of a little psycho. Yeah, you would have had to kind of know, too, in advance that that was going to happen. Right? Yeah. So that's a lot of work also. That's a lot of work. Like that, that one I didn't like, but I was stretching. I mean, we're at number eight, right? So it was an idea. Um, I, I had came up with the idea. I could have this when I was really stretching. I could have told her that her uh, stuffed animal dog and her American Girl doll were very worried about her being cold, and asked her to go explain to them how how she would be okay today in that outfit, or why she chose it. Yeah, you know, because sometimes they respond to their their yeah. dolls and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I could have, or but this last one, which I think would have been the best one, is I could have hugged her and said, "I don't understand your choices today, but I love you anyway." So, so there you go. So there, so, I mean, it was, I challenged myself to come up with 10 different ways that the, that the story could have gone instead of, in place of going out and retelling the story of how bad everything went and trying to like make myself feel better about how I acted. I chose to just admit like, you know what? I blew it. Yeah. You know what, Aiden? You're right. And I blew it. And then figure out like, how could I not blow it next time? Because I know this is not the last time it's going to happen. 
Oh, yeah. The little, I mean, yeah. I see girls in the fifth grade that wear shorts to school when it's snowing. And I think, really? Wait. Right? I think, really? What were your parents thinking? And now I think, I know exactly what they were thinking. <laughs> I tried everything. Too. Right? It's You'll weird. notice that we had someone else in shorts, too. I won't name any names. but Yeah, I saw Drew this morning in his flip-flops and yeah, shorts, uh, and I had to laugh. And Jen's wearing yeah. flip-flops right now. But I had to laugh because I thought, oh, gosh, you know, whatever. It's Tahoe. We'll, we'll all survive. But so if you, if you have a communication error, you get into a struggle, you say something that you wish you hadn't, you know, and you blow it. When you think about recovering, you know, first of all, you've got the, probably have the whole day if the person's gone to think about what you could have done better. So you take some time to do that. And then when they get home, you can always apologize and say, Hey, gosh, you know, I hated the way I handled this morning. I really wished I would have done this instead. And, you know, next time I'm going to try that method. And I don't know if it would have changed anything, but it would have probably made me feel better about how I behaved. And from a a point of being a parent and doing that, I think that there's a, a real power in being able to tell your kids like, wow, I'm disappointed in how I behaved because they do it all the time, right? Like they make mm-hmm. mistakes, they blow it, and they just don't have the emotional intelligence to stop it in the process, yeah. right? But they feel just as bad after for saying mean things or, you know, it's they, they're just, they feel crummy. So if you can model for them how to overcome that and how to come back around and say, yeah. gosh, I, I blew it this morning. I'm so sorry. I wish I would have done it differently. Then, you know, you're getting a double whammy because A, you feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're not having to try to drill your point home. Mm-hmm. And B, they get to learn how to do it. And they may not do that for another 20 years, mm-hmm. but they'll remember it. And they, and they may just do what you did later on. So kind of a double whammy. So when you blow it, instead of beating yourself up and retelling that story all day, just go straight to like, how could I done it better? And if you feel the need to, at the end of the day, you can apologize and say how you wished you would have done it and how you might try it next time and then be done with it. And then give yourself a break because guess what? We're human. It happens to everybody. And, uh, and it's, you know, you're just going to make yourself feel better if you let it go. Very good. So I like that list. That's your little bright side for the morning, a little, uh, little parenting insight, but I think it could be used across the board with, uh, coworkers, with subordinates, with your spouse, anybody. I like it. Yeah. I'll have to get a copy of that one. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. It's the bright side on K Tahoe every Monday at 515 with Alexis Robin. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Same You're time. Listening to K Tahoe.